As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cover 2 TV. I'm Steve Hall. This is Chris Pajak, and this is Tom Jennings. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's been two weeks. I've had a... The first week I missed was work-related. The second week was me kid breaking his arm, which is fun and games. But I'm glad to be back. I actually watched... Two weekends ago was worth NFL while I was in the hospital with them. All the hey Wi-Fi, pretty good if you want to stream um, Game Pass, by the way. just Decent. Yeah, just for good future, to know. future reference. Hopefully you never have to use it, but if you do, there you go, that's one of those. Um, so yeah, on this week's show then, we're going to talk a little bit about the Cleveland Browns and the, the firing of their coaching staff yet again. We seem to be talking about that a lot. We have been going a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we're going to be, do a little bit about the trades that happened on the trade deadline, and then we're going to give our thoughts on the weekend's games. Chris, I'll come to you first then. The, the Browns once again sacked a coach. In fact, they went and sacked two coaches. They sacked both Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley, uh, offensive coordinator. The general gist is those two fell out. They caused a toxic atmosphere. So Jimmy Haslam decided to get rid of both of them and go for the calming influence of Greg Williams <laughs> for, as an intern. Um, it's a mess. I, I don't think anyone disagrees with the sacking of Hugh Jackson. I think he's been terrible. It, you know The Todd Haley thing, it's just been another mess for Cleveland yet again. We're back in the same situation. That's where we are. It, it mate, it's just the same old, same old for the Cleveland Browns. And I think, you know, the quarterback comes in and they start thinking maybe we're going to win a few games this season. And they did. And they did. Uh, and, you know, maybe Hugh didn't deserve to lose his job because of that. But no, ultimately, if there's a toxic atmosphere around the place, then he absolutely needed to go. And, you know, it's all about next season now. It surprised me really that Tyrod wasn't moved on. I think, you know, he's on a lot of money. And I'm sure he probably should have gone before the trade deadline as well. Yeah. Just clear that out so that the next coach can come in and actually have that off the books. Um, it's a mess. It's always been a mess. I'm pretty sure it always will be a mess, to be honest with you. That's the thing, isn't it, Geno? Is that what, what, what always happens with Cleveland is there's never a time where a GM comes in and hires his, general, his coach. It's always been a coach has been given to a GM or the GM's been, been put in place and then the coach... Like, for example, I can't think that John Dorsey wanted to keep Hugh Jackson... But he, he might have been told that he had to. When at least for the first time ever, they've got the GM and they've got the quarterback. They just the GM needs to find the right head coach to fit that quarterback. In theory, that should be easier than what they've been going through recently. It's just that because they're the Cleveland Browns, no one really trusts them to get it right because they've never got it right. They haven't got it right for half a decade, a decade. Yeah, we're going way back. Yeah. We haven't got it right since the eighties. Yeah. Um, it sounds again they've blew up the ship. Basically, there was infighting between Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson. Well, Hugh Jackson was three thirty six and one. I'm sorry, he should have been sacked at the end of last yeah. season. I know there was the belief was well, we don't want to keep sacking people after two years. When the guy has only won one game in two years, it's okay. You can sack him. No one's going to judge you. And then the idea <laughs> with Todd Haley is I don't know what he's watched um, the training camp show. He do hard knocks. Hard knocks. Yeah. 
it was clear that he just didn't respect Hugh Jackson at all. It was when Hugh Jackson was saying, oh, we'll have to put this offence in my hands now because it's not working. Everyone was kind of like, but that never worked for the two years before it, so why was it work now? And then to just absolutely go crazy and give Greg Williams the mm-hmm. head coaching job, just it baffles. baffling. I suppose it, what it does do, Chris, is that it gives them a longer time to start having words with potential head coaches. Like, for example... Your offensive coordinator, I think, is banging play. The Vikings. It's mad. It's mad that because they're not allowed to officially talk, but you would imagine there'll be conversations that have taken place. Yeah, there'll be conversations with him. There was a rumor of Sean McVay. Did you hear that one? Because he's got roots in Cleveland, and you're like, I don't think he's going to go there, mate. I I think he's. I think he's pretty fine with his uh, undefeated (laughs) team at the moment, who are backing him big time. By the way, Um, listen, John DeFilippo. He's, we've had a good offence, but it's very pass-heavy at the moment, and I think that probably rubs with Zimmer the wrong way. It could be, you know, after a few a few more games this season, that Zimmer actually doesn't like him because of that, because if we're hearing rumblings about it and Zimmer's talking about it, then they're not on the same page. Now, clearly, he was very, very good in Philadelphia as the quarterback's coach. But you wouldn't say you look at this Minnesota Vikings team and think, well, he's had coach material already. No, it's just, it's just, I'm just guessing names. You know, the, I imagine they should go offensive based because I think everyone should. By the way, you've got to back your quarterback. Yeah, and, yeah. and you've got to get the young someone for the young kid, and it might be a college coach. So there was, you know, there's a few head coaches in college who you might, you might look at and think, well, maybe him. But I don't know. It's just a big mess, isn't it? You know, we're just the, the difference this time. Like I say, is that John Dorsey will pick his guy now, and then Jimmy Haslam needs to trust that, and he need, and again. You've got to just hope and pray it works, and they, it should work because the talent is better than what they're performing at, at the yeah. moment. Yeah, I think the thing you've got to look at if you, from a positive perspective, you want to take one little positive is it's a much more um, better job to go into now because yeah. you've got your franchise quarterback. You're not in the quarterback wilderness. Baker Mayfield looks like he could be something potentially special. Um, you've you've got, got quite a few off defensive chips. You know, Denzel Ward is a great pick. Miles Garrett. Um, Jamie Collins is still actually there, and he's actually playing all right for Jamie Collins post New, post New England. Um, so you've got a few, you've got enough pieces now. Where you've got your you running back, you've got your tight end. Yeah, all, you've, all you've got quite a few pieces yeah. now where that's like, actually that could be a job worth going into. What they haven't got is a winning mentality. Yeah. And th- th- this is the thing, they need to bring a coach in who's, who can instil Baker's that got in that. them. Baker looks like he's got that. Has he? Yeah, I think. How many close games has he lost? That's the, the, I think the main issue they got this year is him. Is that they've got to get him to the end of the season without hurting him? Yeah, that's, he, he that's true. But what, what, what I'm talking about is they need a winning mentality, top to bottom. Uh, yeah. Now you need to bring in a head coach who has won. That's going to be hard, yeah, isn't it? But it, it is. But that's what they've got. They've now they've sacked their coach. They've got time to be able to build up to that because they bring in another guy. Let's say, let's say John DeFilippo. What winning, what winning mentality is he bringing in? Hmm. Like, of course, he won the Super Bowl as a quarterbacks coach. The players know that that was as a quarterbacks coach, and he's not the guy making the decisions on game day. I suppose it depends how Minnesota's offense looks between now and then. Like, it, if, of it, if it is, and, and but but equally, I think they need a proven head coach who has a history of winning games. It's gonna be so hard to find that, isn't it, for them? I, I would so disagree massively. I think when you look at the NFL, no coach has ever won a Super Bowl with one team and then won a Super Bowl with another team. I think what you actually need to look at... I didn't mention a Super Bowl. Oh. I mentioned winning games. Yeah, That's but, what I said. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, Like I think you, you, what you need to do is look for the best offensive minds out there. That's what you need to do. That's what you need to get. You need to find your Sean McVay. You need to find your Matt Nagy. What I definitely wouldn't do is look for a defensive coach because you look for Sean McDermott. 
It doesn't mm. matter how good your defense is. It's not going to get you anywhere in the NFL at this current climate. You need the uh, the brightest offensive minds out there, and that's where I think they should go. And I think they should actually go for a young, up and coming person who can completely change the mentality by having, by just having a different view on the way NFL should be played, other than looking for one of these retread offensive coordinators who maybe had a coach somewhere else. The issue they've got a North Turner or something. You know what I mean? The issue they've got is that. Sean McVay set the bar so high and you can't really I don't think you can chase a Sean McVay because that's like it's like chasing a unicorn I mean they, they come around once in a generation not every young coach is going to be Sean McVay they're just not it's going to be difficult it'll be interesting to see where they go and until the end of the season we get to watch Greg Williams in press conferences which I'm sure is going to be hilarious or he's going to do something really controversial and get himself sacked one or two either way <laughs> in fact would that be the least shocking thing ever Greg Williams got sacked oh. from being an interim coach he may be the first ever interim <laughs> coach to get sacked for, mid-season for running on the field and just beating someone's face and yeah let's move on then trade deadline as we record was last night Chris um, five deals went through we've got Demarius Thomas going from Denver to Houston Golden Tate from Detroit to Philly Ty Montgomery went from the Packers to the Ravens Dante Fowler Jr., Jaguars to Rams, and Haha Clinton Dick from Packers to Redskins. Um, is there any of those moves that particularly stand out for you where you think that, that's a really good pick? The, fir- the first two stand out because I think they're win-win for both teams. So I think when you look at Demarius Thomas from Denver, I think, yeah, he's a decent player, but he was going to cost, I forget that, I forget how much um, it was. Was it 14, 19, 19 yeah, million, yeah. something like that? He so had to, he had to go. Denver had to get rid of him. But equally, they needed a wide receiver, and Demarius Thomas will take some pressure now the fuller's gone down. So Hawkins should be available and, and still be making you know good catches and, and get good yardage and stuff. So that, for me, was win win. Was the second one again? Golden Tate, Lions, Eagles. That one's really good for me. Because Golden Tate's great, and he played it for the Lions in yeah. our division. So I'm looking at that thinking, brilliant, thank you very much for that one. Cheers, appreciate it. And the Eagles needed that wide receiver help. Of all but one, again, he had the same problems. They probably, he wasn't going to come back next year. They, so they got a third round pick for him. It's one of those, isn't it? It's like, even this, it's the same with, with the um, Thomas one. It's like, L- loads of those picks work out well for the Vikings, by the way, I think. Yeah. I think mid, mid, I think three of those picks. Three of those trades, sorry. The Packers ones, maybe. I think Haha has been playing well. He's been okay. He's not brilliant. I don't think he suits what Mike Pettin wants to do. Mike Pettin, he likes a bit more blitzing from his safeties and from his, his secondary. I think all game against the, the Rams, they played six defensive backs almost, which is kind of kind and it worked. You know, it, they scored twenty nine, but you know what? The, the safety was involved in there in the short field and stuff. But on Golden Tate, I think it's a good move for Philly. I'm not sure it's a good move for the Lions, but. It does let them get Kenny Galladay involved more, which is a bonus because I think he's a really good player. They get a third round pick, which is good for the lads they were going to lose. For Philly, what it means is they can get Nelson Aguilar out of slot. Mm. He doesn't belong in there. He's not a slot receiver. He can go. He can almost go out and do the Tory Smith role from the Super Bowl winning team, where he just you're the deep threat almost. Alshon Jeffrey does what he does, and then you're going to stick Golden Tate in the slot. And Golden Tate terrifies me in the slot. He is so good with the ball in his hands. I think that's a really good pickup for Philly. Um, I suppose I'll come to I'll do I'll speak about the package in a minute. I suppose I'm probably best there. But Geno Dante Fowler Junior to the Rams. If any, the Rams needed an edge rusher. They've got they've got one who's certainly got the pedigree in terms of the draft status. Probably underperformed in Jacksonville. And there's again rumours that he was a, a bit of a dressing room annoyance. But he's going to a strong team where he won't get away with that. 
if that pans out, it's just another strength where the Ram. I think the Rams from four now are all top twenty picks in dra- previous drafts. It's absolutely crazy. The Rams now have I think it's eight first round picks on their defense. That's crazy. <laughs> I love what the Rams are doing. I like the way they're just going. This is our Super Bowl window. We feel like we can win the Super Bowl this season. Let's go and get the players. We need a little bit of edge help. Let's go and get him, Fowler. Um, I think the Jaguars, Jaguars were happy to get rid of him because he wasn't playing first team snaps. He was in the rotation. And he, though he's shown he can get to the pass rusher, he doesn't set the edge. Yeah. So he doesn't set the edge, so you can run past them all day. So that's why the Jaguars, and with Andokwe, they're just like, ah, well, we don't need this player. We're not going to re-sign him. He hasn't really fifth. lived up to this building of third overall pick. And obviously, as you say, he's a prick. Mm-hmm. So just send him to the Rams. Rams will take him for a year, kick the tyres, probably win the Super Bowl, and then just get rid of him, just let him sign whoever wants to offer them the most money. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like it from the Rams' point of view. I'm the same as you. I'm thinking this is amazing that they're willing to throw so much in. And uh, you know, I was reading some stuff last night about the trade deadline being moved back a little bit, hasn't it? So, and, and maybe that's why we're seeing a lot more of these types of deals. I think even if it had been in the same place, the Rams would be doing this. I think the other teams may not have been acting in quite the same manner in which they have been. But right now, you look at the Rams and you think, they're in win now, of course they're going to be in win now. And they've just got their dick out and slapped it on the table. And I'm a big fan of teams doing that. I, I like him talented, I agree. You can run on him, but he will get to the course back in it. It's one of them, it's, it's a ballsy move. He, again, he, he won't play every snap, but he, in obvious passing down situations, he's a clear upgrade on what they had. Even against the Packers the other day, they didn't get to Rodgers that much. And when they did, it would tend to be, because Aaron Donald's amazing, It wasn't there wasn't that much coming off the edge. And the Packers ran on them really well. I still think you can run on the Rams, but so he's not going to help there. But he, again, it's just another move where they've gone uber-talented player, it's almost like they've exploited this thing in the market. That running on the Rams thing, sorry, Steve. That running on Ram thing, you need to be close with them to be able to continue to do that. Yeah. That's that's the issue. Yeah. Is then most of the time they're blitzkrieging, yeah, yeah, and you're fourteen down before you've even blinked. It's what can you made it well? Exactly. And but if you can stay close to them, you can run, you can run on them. It's but otherwise, that's why teams aren't doing it yeah, because yeah. they're so far behind. It's yeah. actually how New England's tried to play defense for the last few years. You can run all over them. But we're going to score more points than you, so you can run all and then kick, three, kick a field goal. It's that idea that we score touchdowns, you kick field goals, and all you're doing by running the ball is eating your own clock, so you don't, don't have a chance to come back at the end of the game. So it's again, it's intelligent by the Rams, just go all in for it. Before we move on to the game picks, then let's talk about the, the two Packers ones, Chris. It was um, Haha Clinton Dix for a fourth round pick to Washington. Um, and Ty Montgomery for a seventh round pick, so it's essentially a cut to the Ravens. I like that. I think right now they've got two two of the top performing safeties, you know, in, in DJ Swearinger and Ha Ha Clinton Dix. I like that. I think that's a yeah. great move from Washington. Yeah, he's a talent he's certainly talented. I think it was more again what you said, they weren't gonna pay him, so they've kind of got something for him one of those. Um Ty Montgomery obviously he, I think he pissed out he was he was on the Verge of being cut in it just because the emergence of Jones and Williams, the fact that he selfishly ran that ball out and gave the fumble over, didn't help him did, at all. So did you know what Maurice Jones do said about that? I didn't. No, so he pointed out the problem was he shouldn't have been standing in the end zone. He should have stood two yards outside the end zone okay. and said, "If it goes over your head, you leave it. If it doesn't, then you catch it." And the problem with standing in the end zone is because you've caught it, you're out the end zone because you have to catch it going forward. It was quite an interesting view on it. Whereas. That's the kind yeah. of thing that should be coached by um, your special team saying, no, you need to be here. The flip That's side the is... little the, coaching you need in the NFL. The flip side is he was in it, he could have just... He told him to take an in, he could have just took an in. He, 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 I think the reports, I think, again, unnamed Packers players, which is quite ironic, like, he was pissed off because he'd been dropped on the last series, he'd been talking out, 
I need to basically give it a bit of an FU and I'm gonna do it. Didn't you've got to you've got here's the thing, no, you've got to give your players a little bit of leeway to do what they think is the right decision. I mean, yeah. you look at the Seahawks punter yeah. who ran it out from the end zone and got a first down. There's no way any coach in the world saying do that, but ultimately got them a first down and they won the game because of it. Now, a little bit different with Montgomery, isn't it? It's an idiotic decision at the end of the day. Um it all makes me think something's not right at the Packers. I think you'd add Aaron Rodgers over the last few months has spoken out about Mick McCarthy. His players aren't doing what they're told clear as day with the time Montgomery stuff. If I was a Packers fan, I'd be a little bit worried about what's going on behind the scenes there. If he doesn't get to the playoffs, I think they might eventually might part ways them eventually. Yeah. But, I, I think if he's not going to the playoffs this year, you're getting fired. Because again, new GMs just come in above him. But again, we'll cross that bridge. I just think... I don't think Ty Montgomery's a big miss. I think it'll be interesting what, what they do with Haha. They like Jones, they like Bryce. They've got a few other options there, Whitehead and stuff. There's nothing amazing. We'll see how that works out. Um, right, I missed the last couple of weeks on Pickham. I do apologise, I wasn't here. And I, the I, one minute sitting down dancing. And I, I did lose, and I'm apparently I've been. It's hard to dance in this new setup. Yeah. So I do apologise. I can do it's some, Okay, we'll wait. I can do some. You si- just, you just, we'll just move the camera. We'll take the desk out. You so, yeah, can for, do your dance. For new listeners or new viewers, basically, whoever loses the weekly pick'em uh, is due a dance. And I, I think I lost a couple of weeks on the road, one where I forgot to do my pick. This is really great for podcast listeners, by the way. So I was about to say, I'm going to dance on a podcast, so do I have to... Do you want to audio describe my dance? <laughs> I will try and audio describe <laughs> okay. your dance. I will give it a sit-down dance. So I'm doing the, going to do the shoulders. Yeah, he's wiggling his shoulders from side to side. There was one click, he's gone with one click, he's gone almost oh. jazz hands. There's more than one click, there's more than one click. I'm going to do my word, he's doing the, the whooshy wave with his two hands clasped <laughs> together. I mean, Maybe the stiffest <laughs> robot I've ever seen. Sure I've still I'm, got 50 seconds I'm to go. 10 seconds in and you've used every move. I'm scared to touch this mic in case it falls off this table. Just, Let, let's just leave it there. Are you sure? I think you've got one more killer dance move in you. I, I do as well. I don't know. Don't I've tell got. us what you're going to do. I'm going to describe it. I've got nothing. He's literally got nothing. I've got nothing. We'll leave it there for now. I'll, next pathetic. time I'll have, I'll have Yeah, it was pathetic. I'm, I do apologise. <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't care. So, well, I, don't like, think, I don't think any handstands are coming anymore, are they? Yeah, no, no, we're not going to be no more kicking each other in the face. Just <laughs> like, like, did to me a few weeks ago. Um, right, let's do pick them then. Um, some interesting games this weekend, some absolute dog games. If I'm honest, at least there's a couple in each window where you can think you can sit. If you're sitting down to watch a few of them, you'll have fine. Th- let's start with one of these dog games then, Chris. Um, Oakland one and six go to the one and seven Niners who whose backup quarterback might be injured. Well, if their backup quarterback's injured, I'm gonna give it to the Raiders. If he's not, then I'm gonna give it to the 49ers. I'm, uh, you're, you're that bigger CJ Beathard fan, <laughs> that, that, so yeah. I'm just, just <laughs> I, I know that we talk about coaches and, and coaching players up. Gruden's going out there going, don't win this game for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I, think like, Beathard, I, I, think, I, I think Beathard can probably sort that out. And literally, this is very important in the race for that first pick. Mm. Oh, it is, yeah. So you need to lose this game if you're losing to get that first pick you're giving New York Giants a, a lot of credit there as well but um, I've gone Oakland anyway just just why not um, I'm, I tell the car actually scored some points I'm going to yeah. go Oakland that's what I've gone for I think the o- oh, Raiders didn't look that bad against the Colts actually um, one of our favourite games because we say this every time it comes about we've simply been doing this show even before is that we're big fans of, of Raven Steelers it's not the same game anymore yeah. it's changed it's not. It's no longer the defensive slugfest I, I love the way the commentary still says it like you know it's going to be a game with great defence it's like Steelers haven't played defence for five years mate. <laughs> they've still got dreams of Troy Palomari when it's not 13-10 games that no longer exist um, 
So the Ravens, 4-4 four and four at home. The Steelers are 4-2-1 on the road. Jenna, welcome to you first. Who have you gone for? I keep changing my mind on this. Right now, I'm going to say Ravens. I'm going to go, I think the Ravens need this win. The Ravens are really like in a nose that The defense are starting to fall apart. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So they don't win this game, I think they'll fall out the playoff hunt. Chris? I think the Ravens are going to do it as well, to be honest with you. I think, listen, the Steelers have been in great form the last few weeks and stuff, but if there's one team that can stop them, and it's, listen, it's in Baltimore, I think I'm going with them. I'm on my own on the Steelers then, and I'll be, I'm quite happy with that. It could be a, a good way for me to not have to dance next week. Um, <laughs> the Ravens' defence hasn't looked that good against some pretty good offences, it's truth be told. The Steelers are a really good offensive thing. People keep forgetting that. Ben's getting protected well. James Connors running all over everybody. Antonio Brown's Antonio Brown. Smith Schuster, they're fine, I think. And I think it could even be a, a more convincing win than you would expect in this divisional rival. I think the Steelers quite handily as well. Um, the Bills, who could, who, sorry, who are expected to start Nathan Peterman. Yeah. So we're all on Chicago. Yeah. 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 Was on it before then. Yeah. Move yeah. on. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Um, the three and four Buccaneers led by Ryan Fitzpatrick, who <laughs> almost did it again. He, in fact, no, he did do it. He just done it too quickly, so that he left too much time on the clock. For Andy Dalton, Andy to, Dalton to lead the fourth game-winning drive of the season. Yeah, I was going to say Andy Dalton keeps doing this, by the way, in the two minutes. Though. Andy Andy Dalton's two minutes drill is just designed to get a field goal. If he needs to touch down, he's in trouble, but he's, he'll get you there. He'll get you in field goal range. Um, because so he hasn't got time on comedy catching the uh, punts. Yeah, he gets a chance to do it. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, the, the books, Chris, are on the road in Carolina. Yeah, the Car- uh, Panthers are going to absolutely dominate I'm going them. Panthers. I like the Panthers. I think the Panthers are a really good team. And they're not out that division, winning that division. I think people are overestimating. Well, not overestimating. They're underestimating how close they could be to the Saints. Just because the Saints are on a roll. Um, we're all picking the Chiefs in Cleveland. Uh, no. We're not. No, we are. Okay. <laughs> Even the Browns players are picking, picking the Chiefs. <laughs> Greg Will, Williams has got money on it. Like. Not, we're gonna say, are we not, does Greg Williams not have a master plan? No. Okay. Yeah. Get everyone to fight each other and then get the high coaching job. Just go and blitz. Go and blitz. Um, Pat Mahomes, see what happens. Yeah, I think. Chiefs. Um, this was a difficult one, I thought, Chris. The Dolphins, three and five on the road in Miami, four and four. It's a dog of a game that probably no one really cares about, but... It's, I don't think it's an easy pick. Sorry, the no, Dolphins I, on the road in Miami. Sorry, the, jet, the Jets in the road, I, I, on the road I, I in Miami. I actually struggled with this one, to be yeah, honest with you. I have yeah. no idea. I, I, and I, as is the way, I've home-teamed it. Yeah, I'm going Jets. Yeah, so have I. I've gone Jets. Yeah. Just because... Uh, you just want to play quarterback for the Dolphins? Brock Osweiler? Probably, still. Probably, yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to see things stand out and sneak to win. Yeah, well, I mean, that could be anything. Who knows? Um, your Vikings four three and one hosting the three and four Lions, Chris. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna beat them. I I don't think it'll be easy. I think that the Lions are weird. They play up to their competition and down to their competition. So they've beaten good teams and then lost some absolute garbage ones as well. So they're, they're very hard to predict. But I can't imagine we're going to be kicking field goals though. I I, that, I, I think I think Zim has completely lost it. Even with Dan Bailey now, I mean it's it's getting ridiculous watching a, a Vikings game at the moment, and you're just like, oh, can we please just put an extra point in? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> really, extra points now we're missing as just, well. Just go for two. Thank you very much. Just keep no, going for two. The, the Rams did it earlier on in the season when Zerline was down, and yeah. they made three of three, didn't they? That yeah. game. I'm, I think Zimmer might be like. Hey, let's just do that now. Just throw it to Adam Field. It's a better option. Yeah, you might, it absolutely. You might get is. better percentages. He's probably yeah. better kicker. If you're going for snap it to Adam Field. Yeah, just, just kick him to Adam Field. I'm going Vikings. Yeah, I've gone Vikings as well. I think I would quite like the Lions to win that in terms of divisionally for me, but I think the Vikings are going to be too good. Um, three and four Falcons coming off the bikers on the road. The five and two sneakily good Washington Redskins. I'm going to go Redskins. Um, I'm going to go Redskins because they've absolutely dominated teams. You know, they're, they're able to run the ball. Adrian Peterson's got a chip on his shoulder. They've just brought in Ha Ha Clinton Dick, so that'll help him out as well. And, you know, unfortunately for Falcons fans... Everyone's uh, injured. <laughs> everyone's fucking still injured. It's going to be... I think I think it's going to be quite convincing. I'm going Redskins as well. Yeah, so I, I. I just think their defence is much better than the Falcons. I think the Falcons' defence is... It's like an Achilles heel. It's like an Achilles body. Adrian Peter might run all over them. What I would Sorry, say is I that know. the Falcon, if the Falcons can get an early lead, I don't think the Redskins are built to play catch up. I don't think Alex Smith is designed to no. throw the ball everywhere. I think the, the the Skins even need to keep it close or obviously get a lead and then just pound Adrian Peterson into them. But listen, the Falcons are well capable of going 14-0 up. Because yeah. Matt Ryan's having a really good season, so if that happens, it'd be interesting to see how Washington respond. I'm not sure they're built for it, but in my opinion, they're not going to get to that point in the first place. Um, Just one one thing I wanted to talk about with Geno more than anything, not because it's it's not in any way linked to this week. It's it's last week. What was the Buffalo Bills' first drive? <laughs> to be honest with you, mate, I didn't even watch the game. It was <laughs> it was. Did you see it? I did. What were they doing? Just, just taking. Them. Just trying something new. <laughs> yeah, why not? There's a lot of direct snaps to Shady McCoy involved in there. It was mental. I think he just wanted to milk as much clock as they He just kept on the quarterback kept going on to the like, nah, mate, don't split him out there. I mean, <laughs> like, you've just halved the field. You've basically told them what's going on here, your direct snapping to McCoy. I think he just wanted to kill the clock as much as they yeah. And to be fair, it didn't they? They, got deep, they went deep into the game with a chance, which is more than a lot of teams See, have done. I missed that game and then I just watched the highlights, seeing the score, and just went, Oh, I'm not going to sit for 40 minutes of that. That's <laughs> right. It's, it's worth just watching the first time. That's right. You know what? I've seen on. the Patriots score. I've seen. I'm not going to watch. Yeah. Fair enough. Houston 5 and 3, Chris. Um, Demarius Thomas goes back to Denver straight away. Mate, Houston. First game. Houston are going to knock them off. They are sneaky good at the moment. And I, think, one I, of those see, teams. I think they're sneaky bad. I don't think they're good. I just think they're, they're playing. I don't know. That's a hard game, I think. I don't think them. I, I'm going to pick the Broncos. I'm going Houston. I think the, the thing that makes Houston go was Will Fuller because he opens everything up for Hopkins. Now, the, it does worry me that Thomas doesn't have that speed that Fuller has, but I just think having someone else, people have to guard other than Hopkins, will put. Will I think Von Miller's going to kill that line. It's a bad line. I think Von Miller is going to eat it up. So I've gone Broncos. Um, Chargers five and two on the road in Seattle four and three. Good game. I I struggle with this one so as well. To be honest with you, I, the Seahawks are. 
I, I, I want to say sneaky good, but I think they're just good. Yeah, they're just I good. think everyone's come round to the opinion that actually this Seahawks team yeah, is playing quite well, which is not like that. Which is way. Yeah. What's going on there? That's not the with Tom Cable. Bad lines to play, and you know the Colts have got a good and line. And the Raiders have. Is, is he at the Raiders now? Some yeah. people. Yeah, poor them. The Colts are good line as well. It's mad. Off, um, it's top two <laughs> The Dallas line's bad. What's going on? It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so probably I'm topping it off your topic there, Chris. Seattle at home. Is that the? Is no, that I'm going Chargers. Yeah. So see, so have I, and I'm not at all confident because it's just it's just like the Chargers not to win this game. It just yeah. is. But I've got Chargers as well. I mean, oh I've, I've still actually got Chargers to go to the Super Bowl. I'm actually getting more confident in that as very not. Like, unconfident to myself when I first said that. Yeah, absolutely. If you can avoid Kansas City in the playoffs, they're fine. Otherwise, yeah. they're absolutely in trouble. Um, undefeated LA Rams. This will be a good game against the 6 and 1 New Orleans I cannot, Saints. I cannot wait for this. I am picking the Saints to knock off the Rams. I am also picking the Saints to knock off the Rams. So I'll pick the Rams then. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Listen, if any team can do it, I think the Saints can. What I would say is that. The Packers got close in their building by playing smart football on the Saints. I thought the Saints the other day against the Vikings were unbelievably smart. They just, everything was underneath. We just milk the clock, milk the clock, milk the clock, force a turnover, win the game. And if they can do that against the Rams, that's the, there's the recipe right I, there. I just think the Saints got a lot of playmakers on defence to just make a pick or don't, don't get one of those extra possessions. Their offensive about. line is amazing. They've got the best, I think, the best two tackles ranked in the league at the moment, the Saints. So... We talked about getting rushed before. Breeze also, has had all day in the pocket and Taysom Hill's doing mad bits of shit. It's, it's I called that. Yeah, by the way, mate. You called that. You went, he's going to throw it eventually and then there it was. For like First drive. Yeah. First drive, 44 yards <laughs> off the bat. And I was like... He went to the red zone and put three quarterbacks in. I know. He's trying to take the bridge water out. I, I, just, I just think that was just to like piss off the Vikings. Like, <laughs> yeah, really pissing me off, that, to I'm, be honest. Yeah, I'm not sure what the point was. It was just like, yeah, we've got him. And we can do this with him. Because you know Sean Payton's that type of cunt. Oh, yeah, you had this file, didn't you? And he was quite good. Here he is. Did you see what Cousin said to him after the game? Basically went over and uh, to Teddy Bridgewater and, was, and they, they caught it on a camera and someone put it on Twitter and he was basically saying, like, listen, um, I've heard a lot of people say good things. You've made a really great and uh, sort of indelible mark on this organisation. Well done type nice. of thing. Like, which is lovely, isn't it? Yeah, Cousin's a nice guy. Yeah. Good quarterback as well. Very good quarterback. Yeah. I, do you know what? So disappointed because that, that game... It was there. It was there. It was there for the taking. Like it, it really was. And the Saints are one of the t- my, one of probably my top three sides in the league at the moment. So I think that I think they're that good. And I I, I think they might win the Super Bowl. You know, it's definitely. It, it was odd that your best two players were the ones who you know. So it was Dig Dig stopping Dig stopping on the route. I'm feeling just fumbling. That drives me so crazy. Um, wide receivers stopping on the route. He, he never it happens. That. It happens so many times. You see a quarterback yeah. get picked and it looks terrible. And it's like, no, he stopped. Why did he stop? And then feeling just fumbles, which isn't very again. That, that happens. That can happen, that can't happens. it? You get it hard and it goes. Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the undefeated Rams then, thanks. Um mm-hmm. you can dance next week. Right, Jeno, this is me and you. Packers, <laughs> Patriots, oh three, three, three and one, horrendous. Six and two Patriots. Chris, you're the neutral. I have also picked first every time. I've picked the Patriots twins. Yeah, you have picked I've been going to you a lot, haven't I recently I do, but I wanted to why have the Patriots just think the better team at home? <sighs> I don't Think you're that good? Yeah, that's fine. To be honest, no, with yeah, you. No, that's fine. I, you know the offense is weird. It's so strange. Like you watch them sometimes, and you think this is just normal Aaron Rodgers, and he he's going down the field, and you can't stop him. And then there's other times, and you think this is really terrible offense actually, and, and it's quite disjointed. Like, long far too much. Yeah, and it feels to me like you should either just give up on the fucking run altogether and put every down <laughs> in Rodgers' hands or not. Yeah, I see. I like Aaron Jones. I think he's going to be good. Um, 
you're picking the Patriots, obviously. Yeah, I'm picking the Patriots. You think they're going to win, or you're just picking them because you're a fan? No, I generally think we're going to win because I just think at home that's the difference. I also think, I know I think Adam Rodgers is going to have his way with our defense, but I just see it being Tom Brady has the ball last. I see New England manufacturing somehow that they have the ball last. I'm going to, I'm going to, Gordon. What's going on with him at the moment? Because it seems to be some I, issues. I've read, I've read, there was issues around and Josh Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was he, was, he, was, he was late and then they benched him, but then he comes on and was good. It's well, no, they said they, so. There was a rumor going out that we we're going to bench him, but we didn't bench him. Oh, he right. played all the snaps, and Bill Belichick was like, "I don't know what he's on about," which is weird because Bill Belichick, as we know, will happily bench big players in big games if he feels that he should. Yeah, strange one. So I don't know whether the. Someone just thought, fuck it, let's throw something against the wall and say Josh Gordon's a prick because he <laughs> is. It's a good, good, good guess to make a story. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know whether it's that or whether it's true, but... I'm but there seems to be that trust there between them already, doesn't there? You know, he's throwing them up and you're thinking to yourself, ah, he's throwing that 15 yards in front of Gordon and Gordon getting there. Like, you he's, know an what amazing, I mean? he's an amazing player with it. I right? didn't realise how big he was. Huge. He's fucking he's massive. massive. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Green Bay just... Same ring, I think we're going to get the ball last. And that, it's, that's going to be one of those games. It might not be very high scoring, but if it's, if you get the ball with two minutes needing a win, whichever team, I'm going to back them to do it. I'm just going to hope that it's Aaron Rodgers and can get it done. Um, and then finally, Monday Night Football. We all want to see the Cowboys 3-4 and four against the Titans 3-4 in Dallas. How are the Cowboys on? How are they on the plans on the game because again? They, because they're Monday the Night Football's ratings are massively up this season as well. And they've not, to be fair, they've not had outstanding games it on. just keeps being NFC East teams and the NFC East is like the worst division in football Very it does big, me big markets I know but it does me head and it's fucking big shit that's the way it works Chris Cowboys mate yeah I've gone, I've, I've gone Dallas as well who's it all Dallas I'll go Dallas yeah uh, uh, the Titans really have been a bit of a letdown in recent weeks for me I, I liked them at first and listen they were decent in London and I didn't mind the balls he play and I get what he's doing Vrabel is that you know this is the new mentality and I like that I just don't think it was a very good play call in the first place to throw it with Mariota. I can tell you now, if your play is ever to get a two-point conversion or whatever and it doesn't involve moving Mariota, it's the wrong play. Yeah. So, And I think Dallas, I think Dallas's defence is good yeah. and I think that's going to cause a few issues. I think they'll get a couple of turnovers. Mariota's sneakily bad I think. Yeah, I've I've fell off there. I what I used to I really like him. about Mariota. I hate him forever. Like. No, he used to be really good in, in the red, red zone. zone efficiency, and that's why I was like, well, I can see something here, but it's just not looking. It's like now. Also, they've got no wide receivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all these wide receivers going. Do you think you not might not want to trade for one of these lads? Yeah, like, do you not need them more than anyone else? It used to be like a big battle. Who do you like, Winston or Mariota? And I think the answer's no, neither. No, no. Yeah, no, thank you. I'll t- pass. Well, option three, Patrick. Option three, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play in Gabby, please. Yeah, thanks. Um, that was your thing, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, appreciate your time to, on this wonderful Halloween night that we're recording on. Let's go and get some loads and loads of sweets by knocking on strangers' doors. I'm going to play football. You're going to play football. Thank I'm, you. I'm going to work. Okay, I'm going to get all the sweets. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks very much for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe as well if you don't mind doing that. And again, leave your comments below why who you think is going to win the games. Give us a prediction on Packers, Patriots while you're there as well. Who's going to be happy next week, me or Jeno? Anyone listening on the, on the podcast, if you're on iTunes, please give us a review. Five stars and all that stuff. It really does help us boost us up those ratings. I, uh, that's right, isn't it, Chris? Yes, you're that's the, correct. You're the man who knows this kind of stuff. And until then, we'll be back next week. See you later. Ta-da. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.